0: A uh, couple years down the road, uh, you are hanging out. Yeah. You get uh, a new roommate.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, this was a guy. Uh, he just moved to uh, to L.A. Okay. And he, uh, you know, he's kind of like new in town. And, and, you know, you remember what that was like. Is he somebody
1: know? that I like had a previous relationship with yes oh so like who is it
0: you know it's it's kind of a, an interesting um turn of events because this guy was your bully in high school
1: son Except, of a bitch pat
0: but now you guys get along really really well
1: yeah
0: his name is brian stevenson jones his yeah. last name is is hyphenated uh what happened is uh in in high school his uh, his, his dad remarried yeah, and uh, for whatever reason, and he was, you know, he wasn't always the the easiest guy to get along with, and, and this was no exception. He made uh, everyone in the family uh, change their last name to Stevenson Jones. Which, you <laughs> yeah, know, like took the last name of, of of their stepmother as well. Yeah, and he knew that behind his back, people called him the hyphen, and it made him so fucking angry.
1: Yeah
0: and he would uh like bully you in high school and stuff like um like one time you uh you had to give a presentation in class um and the name of the presentation was called um the revolutionary war the first war of america okay and that's what you said like up up top yeah but then before you could like go any further suddenly um your pants came down
1: why Uh, why are my pants coming down
0: he had a fish hook attached to uh your shorts and he uh like reeled it in and they actually like ripped off of you how strong is this
1: test line you know what i mean (laughs) how strong of a a line are we talking here that's going to snap on most you know consumer grade lines what kind of fucking line is he have hooked up, Pat? That's going to be able to withstand the force of tearing my shorts off of me. Well, it was a combination of of a few
0: things. It was a combination of what? him just being, you know, pretty strong and using good, uh, you know, good uh, equipment, and you just having like very shitty, flimsy clothing. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that was barely poor. Yeah, and everyone
1: knew. Yeah, you knew who the poor kids were. Because they got free or reduced lunch. How come I got to pay a dollar fifty, but this kid's only got to pay forty cents? Yeah. Well, here's why: because their family's fucking poor. In They're school, poor. People, in school,
0: people called you uh, the reduced lunch loser.
1: Man, Pat, you have no i you have no fucking idea what it's like to have to. Go through that period of your life with every single person around you knowing that your family was fucking so poor.
0: They got you t shirts. They all put their money together and they bought you t shirts that said reduced lunch loser. And on the back, like instead of, like they had like a, like it's kind of like a sports jersey, but instead of numbers, it just said like a bunch of zeros. Because
1: that's how much money my family had.
0: So he would like uh, make funny for stuff like that, uh, but uh, I'm
1: already I'm already pretty pissed off at this one. Okay, I'm already <laughs> why why did why the fuck do you think, Pat? Why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> There was maybe, there was maybe, (laughs) maybe a year, maybe, maybe I don't even think one full school year of my entire life where I paid for lunch. Yeah. Everything else was free or super reduced. And guess, guess what? What? People make fun of you over that.
0: Yeah. Do they uh, ever make t-shirts for you? Not that I'm aware of. Because these guys did. Uh, And so. And honestly, it's not a bad shirt. Like, you would wear it sometimes. Yeah, why
1: the fuck would I wear it, Pat? It's a shirt that just openly makes fun (laughs) of the fact that my family is poor. (laughs) That my family is so poor that we require government assistance and are therefore a lesser person. It's a shirt that declares that I am, in society's eyes, an unequal partner in all of this. Because my family, as a child was so poor that the government had to pay for my lunch because my family didn't have enough money.
0: And that's just a shirt
1: advertising that. Why the fuck would I wear that around, Pat? I don't give a goddamn how comfortable it was, Pat. That you know me, you know I wouldn't do that.
0: Right. See, you're saying this now. Fuck you. But
1: it was uh, the finest soft. I don't give a fuck, Pat. It's a shirt that's talking about me being, not only are they just calling out the fact that I'm poor, but they're also calling me a fucking loser. It's not just that they're like, hey, you're poor, but you're a poor person and we are letting you know to your fucking face that we think less of you because of it. That's a. Sh- it's it's just salt and an open wound, Pat. I'm not yeah. going to wear that around. I have well, plenty of shirts. It's,
0: so- it's salt and an open wound, but you've always been a fan of salt. So you, you I you. mean you don't wear it like that often but like everyone every once in a while so uh what happened is so he ripped those shorts off of you and yeah, you' wore oh those, yeah those
1: fucking those forgot
0: white boxers with red hearts on them and uh you were just you you didn't really know what to do and so you you just looked up and then uh you said like you just look up at the at the at like your um uh classmates and you go daddy made an oopsie? and then they're like uh they all just like laugh and stuff and so but honestly you know the thing about it is that um Brian Stevenson Jones now is a changed man you know uh yeah. he uh you know quit drinking you know um he is confronting uh you know uh, some of the uh some of the stuff that really didn't make him he goes when he apologized to you he he said you know Aaron I feel like I'm I'm It's almost like I'm I'm becoming a real human now, you know? He goes, you know, when you you push away your emotions for as long as I did, it's almost like I'm only now learning what it means to be human. And he looks out the window at the uh, setting sun. Somewhere in the distance, a duck screams.
1: Oh, I thought he was talking about the gunshots going off outside of my window. I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but there have oh. been several of them this episode. Oh, really? Yeah, you'll we'll hear them in the replay. Probably about ten of them.
0: So, uh, Brian Stevenson Jones is your new roommate.
1: This fucking and sucks. You? Guys-
0: <laughs> Why you guys are friends? Why now. the
1: fuck do you think it sucks, Pat?
0: <laughs>
1: he reeled my pants off of me. <laughs> Yeah, but he was a kid. You know, he was young. So? <laughs> and so are you. And so those, he, and those uh, boxers were not clean. Yeah. I was a poor kid with bad hygiene. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, when you're poor, so, you don't give a fuck. Right.
0: Uh, but he, um, you know, he's like I said, he's sort of, uh, you know, he's a changed person. And so he moved to LA and you were like, you know what, man, if you need a place to stay, you can stay here with me.
1: Like I don't you, think had a, do
0: that. you had a you uh, had a a roommate, this this guy, uh this guy Wally. So he a bitch. Uh, he was your roommate for a long time in LA, but he uh you know, he actually ended up moving home. So uh
1: Yeah, he just now, left.
0: Yeah. we moved, yeah, he went home to Antarctica.
1: He's from Antarctica, yeah. The top one or the bottom one?
0: It's never really made clear to you. And for some reason, he's kind of like oddly evasive when you ask him. That's fine. So
1: he doesn't owe me shit as long as his bills are paid. Huh? So what the fuck is the top one?
0: Oh, yeah, the Arctic cares. is the top one. Yeah, they're all the
1: same. it's on the
0: bottom. So he. Yeah. So, uh, so you, it, and you remember, like, like and it's kind of weird because you told your friend Ben that, um, he was mo- moving to Antarctica and you asked him which one, and Ben got like, like, like a really shitty tone. Yeah. And he, like, was like, um, I'm very the bottom right one now. The Arctic is the top. Like, it was like really strange. Yeah. And, and frankly, you didn't expect that from him, but, you know. So, uh, bro- oh, BSJ, man. uh, ends up, uh, this has been uh,
1: like, the worst episode so far
0: i I think it's been cool
1: no i'm there's been nothing good what do you mean this has all been fucking terrible
0: i think it's been pretty fun i mean you know we had the whole uh you had a bad just keep going
1: just keep going i don't want to really have any of it just keep going
0: so he's (sighs) your new roommate and um you are uh you know, like, like hanging out with them and, um, he kind of keeps himself like, like, you know, you guys are like, you know, friends now, but it's not necessarily like you guys are constantly like hanging out or whatever, you know? Uh, but I will say he is a a really good cook. You guys have, uh, you guys have like a, a weekly, like Sunday night tradition that you guys do, uh, where, uh, you guys just like cook together and play Motown and like dance around and stuff. Uh, and you guys, you guys call it, uh, Motown Monday on a Sunday. And you guys do that. And it's uh, a pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So. You guys guys like live together. You guys like live together. You guys
1: hear there's three more gunshots.
0: So, um, so you are, uh, hanging out, you know, living, living life or whatever. And, um, your roommate BSJ, uh, he is, uh, he's like out of town, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're just hanging out. It's a wonderful Wednesday morning. There's a knock on the door. What do you do?
1: I look through the people
0: standing there. This is a little odd, but standing there uh, is a uh, what appears to be a deer like standing up on its hind legs. And it's wearing like a like a like a mail carrier's uniform, you know? Yeah. And he has like a a giant box.
1: I open the door.
0: He goes, hello, uh, delivery for uh, Mr. Uh, Brooks.
1: I would sign for it.
0: He goes, thank you, sir. And he turns and he goes back to his like uh, mail truck. Yeah. But he goes out to his all fours and like runs towards <laughs> yeah. it. jumps inside it. He drives away and he does that thing uh that like uh truckers can do where they go like honk honk, you know, are yeah. like, what the hell? And he uh, kind of puts his like hoof out the window towards you to wave, <laughs> yeah. And then uh this guy cuts him off in traffic <laughs> and he like he turns his like hoof around towards it, and <laughs> somehow you know he's giving this guy the finger. Yeah. So, you put the uh, the box down, and it just says to Aaron, and it says from your now dead uncle.
1: What do you do? <sighs> My uncle Calvin. No,
0: and like, 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 like you actually text like you Uncle Terry. All, you no, it's none of those guys. Like you call all your actual uncles, and they're like you could be like, oh holy shit, I thought you were fucking dead. And then they were like, <laughs> um, the f- <laughs> and they were like, they, they go, Aaron, my boy, don't worry. So um, it turns out,
1: uh, well, what do, you, what do you do? Do you open it? I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified because I have, I mean, I only have a handful of uncles left. I have three uncles. Yeah. The, all the other ones are dead. Sure. Michael Danny died, he had a liver disease yeah. last year. But, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. they like, if it's not Terry or Calvin, is it Tom? No. And so, it's not as who the fuck is it from, Pat?
0: When it says, um, your now dead uncle, yeah, underneath it in parentheses, it says long lost. <laughs>
1: Why <laughs> would you say to that I mean, I would open it up at at some point I would confirm that my uncles are still alive and okay, yeah, and they're at, actually all they're that,
0: honestly all doing really well. that's great your uncle calvin uh he has recently become like a uh, later in life like bodybuilder and he is uh doing this thing where he you know, goes on YouTube and just shows, you know, the older guys how to get fucking ripped.
1: He he called, has been focusing on his physical health lately.
0: Sure. And it's called Getting Buff with Uncle Calvin. <laughs> Your uncle, you say Tom?
1: Tom, yeah. The Air Force uh, pilot who got burned real bad.
0: So, yeah. And so he uh, recently, he has been doing like a motivational speaking for other people who have been uh, burned both uh, like literally and metaphorically.
1: He's and a minister.
0: He, yeah, and it's sort of with, like, a Christian sort of uh, spin on it. And okay. he's doing well, man. Like, he he is inspiring people through his message. He is cleaning up, frankly.
1: Okay. And
0: he feels good. You know, he, he's helping people. You know what I mean?
1: How's my Aunt Pat feel about that?
0: She's into it. Okay. Sometimes, uh, like, she'll be, like, standing backstage watching him preach, and she'll just kind of say to herself, I'm into this. <sighs>
1: <laughs> what about uh, my uncle Terry? He's um, the last uh, one alive. It's my dad's side, my dad's brother. Good so man. Your dad's,
0: your dad's brother, Terry, uh, he is te- he's teaching rich people how to hunt. And so, what it is, okay. is um, he has this like nature uh, getaway. It's called uh, Snowfall Mountain Ski Resort. <laughs> yeah. And he. Um, <laughs> It's like a nature preserve too. Yeah. So what happens is these rich folk uh, during the off season uh, they'll come and he'll take them on a sort of like guided hunt. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. It's a yeah. Very, and it's a very sacred, very spiritual thing for him. Okay. Uh, like like and he, like he'll like show people how like he'll teach them like here's how you stay downwind or, and you know it's like here's how you here's how you kill and stuff like that. But it's but like. What it is is they're very long hunts, so they're about a nine-hour-long thing of of you of them just like hunting down like a deer or something. And so, what happens is um, after they uh, after they kill the deer, what what he'll do is he'll him and his clients will like uh, kind of like stand before the uh, the dead carcass and they'll like say like a prayer and stuff like that. And, and yeah, and and then he teaches them how to use every single part of the animal too. It's like one of those things.
1: Okay.
0: And dude, and again, these are like rich fucks who have nothing better to do than just hunt. You know what I mean? And shit like that. Um, sometimes like what'll happen is like, he'll have like a really rich person and they'll be like, like, can you teach me how to hunt the deadliest game of all man? And he's like, no, uh, other than that, it, things are pretty okay. So your uncles are kind of kicking ass, dude. All right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. So did you hear that one? I heard that was loud as fucking <laughs> shit. What is happening in your neighborhood right now? I don't know, man. Well, if you die, you did it. You died for a good reason. Do what I love. So, um,
1: you high uh, as fuck.
0: So, do you open it?
1: Yeah, of course I open it. I think somebody's fucking with me, and somebody's playing like some sort of prank. It's probably I'm probably thinking it's Danny Palumbo, who's got like. Just got something going on.
0: Well, it's definitely not Danny because the um the box uh it doesn't smell like oregano or anything. So <laughs> you you rule Danny Palumbo out <laughs>
1: okay. immediately. Then I open the fucking box. What is it?
0: It's a shining almost type of thing. where you open it and you're reminded of that um <laughs> that, that part in uh uh pulp fiction yeah. where they open up the briefcase and sure. they see what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so um, you look down, and it's, like, shining, you know? And inside <sighs> that fucking box is a majestic fiddle and bow. What do you? Yeah. And, it's, and there's a document inside. And it explains that this is from your long-lost uncle jeremiah sinclair in jeremiah sinclair was a long lost uncle uh of yours it's not really exactly made clear in this document what side of the family he's on why
1: wouldn't he say why wouldn't he say that why wouldn't he tell me what our relation is why wouldn't He, he tell me that because in the in the
0: letter he goes aaron i don't have much time but uh i look i i know I know I wasn't ever in uh, in your life. Uh, sorry about it, but uh, I wanted to leave you uh, the only good thing I've ever done in my life, which was create this fiddle. He goes, I don't know if you're a musical guy, but um, you know, ha- have fun. Also, you legally can never sell it. I love you,
1: your uncle. He said so much in that letter, but couldn't have thrown in there, your uncle, parentheses, mom's side, or dad's side. He couldn't have fucking done that? I mean, he
0: could have. He didn't.
1: Yeah. This is, I don't like this at all. And fuck you for saddling me with some musical instrument that I can't ever sell. Says who? (laughs) Why can't I sell this thing? It doesn't say. Um, well, I mean, I'll I'll get, I'll get around it. I'll do that thing that like uh, improv studios do, where they're like, "Hey, here's a donation for this, and it's it's a million dollar donation for this fiddle made of gold, baby." Or you know, I'll get it appraised. Obviously, I'll figure out sure. its true market value before we do anything. It up? Yeah, Pat. What the fuck else am I going to do with it? Am I going to going to let it sit on my porch? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know how to play this thing. So you pick it up and you're like,
0: you think to yourself, like, you never played a fiddle before, I'm assuming. But you kind of like, you pick it up and you're like, it, it's hard to explain. It fits perfectly in your hand. Yeah. You pick up, for the first thing you pick up is the bow. And uh, the bow, it's almost like it's a part of your body. You know what I mean? Like, like it. it, You pick. It feels like your entire life has been leading up to this moment. You know what I mean? Like that. That's how snug this bow fits in your hot little hand.
1: Oh, gross, Pat! Come on. And you you kind
0: of go, "What the heck?" And then you pick up the fiddle, and again, that fits perfectly. And it's it almost like you put it on your shoulder. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it literally snaps into place. Like, you feel like, you hear, like, a snap sound effect.
1: Yeah. And you
0: kind of look at it, and you go, what the hell?
1: Do you put that bow to its strings? Of course I do. I'm going to fuck around on it. Yeah. I'm going to see what this thing can do. You know? So,
0: you you put the bow to the string, and... It's almost like this thing comes alive in your hands. You are instantly making music, and it I don't is like, this like at all. it's incredible, dude. It's like uh, it's it sounds like a very old timey. You know what I mean? Almost otherworldly when you play it, and you kind of start like singing, like you start playing a song, and you don't know how you know how to play this song, and you kind of start like singing along to it, where you go like. Oh, Miss Oh, Miss Midnight. She's got a daughter. Oh, Mister Midnight. He's pissed. Oh, Miss Midnight. She's got some pot, and Oh, Mister Midnight died of cancer. Ugh. And you're like, what the hell? You're not totally sure where that's where that where it came from. And you end up like jamming on this fiddle for like an hour, dude. Is without- this like
1: like the Carter Family kind of country yeah, music? Old, like like OG from the fucking mountains. Country music? Okay. But like,
0: this, and it's it's an old type of music. It's a type of music that, like, back in like the 1920s, they called it old time music. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like Appalachia.
0: That Appalachian tunes. You're you're singing, you you play that song, you sing another song, you go, um, you go, Watch out, the apples are poison. Watch out, you will die. Watch out, the apples are poison. But I can never die, but I'm bum bum. I have eternal life all the time and you will fucking die. If you eat the apples of Asgard, you will never die. The black apples of Asgard, yeah.
1: So... um, I sing a song about the black apples of Asgard? Yeah, I guess so. But I do it in like an Appalachian style. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that song just pours out of me. You
0: have no idea where it comes from.
1: That's fucking terrifying, Pat.
0: You start playing, you're like, The black stars are getting closer. There's spirals in
1: my brain. So you play this for like over what? an hour. Spirals and in my de- brain. What does that even mean? It's just it, it's just like an
0: old song. So you um, you kind of play for like an hour without ever that bow coming off of the strings, and uh, finally you take the bow off those strings, and you're like, holy shit. And it's weird because you blink and suddenly from out of the uh, the, uh, the the fiddle, the fiddle, they have like these things called uh, called F holes. You know, that's where, like the sound comes out of.
1: Yeah, dude, you got and, an F hole.
0: Yeah, brother. And out of those F uh, holes comes like this weird blue mist. And in front of you, it slowly solidifies into the Great. shape
1: of a person. Great. There's a being living inside of this fiddle and it came out of an F hole.
0: And uh, it says to you, it, it's like this guy. He uh, he is wearing like um, it's wearing like he's dressed like a lumberjack,
1: you know, like a plaid, yeah, like a thick plaid shirt, jeans. Go- probably got some thermals on. Yeah,
0: he goes, Aaron, it's me your dad, uncle. He goes, look, uh, this is probably kind of odd for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You
1: materialized via <laughs> mist. Yeah. It came out of a fucking fiddle, an F hole on a fiddle. <laughs> and he starts laughing and he goes, yeah, F hole
0: He goes, anyway, he goes, look,
1: uh, um, I say, what side are you on? You know, my dad's side or my mom's side. He goes, and I'm not going to take any of this bullshit. Does any of this fucking vague shit, I'm not taking it. You got to tell me what side you're on. How I need to know how I'm related to you. You got to tell me, man. He goes,
0: look, Aaron, I don't have a lot of time. I don't give a fuck.
1: You need to tell me that much. He goes, look, I need
0: you you to know something. Whose side are you on? He goes on to explain um, that you now have... I don't fucking care. I want to know whose side of the family you're on. He goes... Your mom's. He goes. Are you happy?
1: Yeah. He goes. Or your dad's. He Wait goes, say, hang goes on on a second. He on to explain. I had an uncle die when he was like real young, like like a baby. Still, was it like him? Uh, no.
0: And so um, he goes on to explain to you that you now have the fiddling abilities and responsibilities. I don't want it.
1: I don't want of, no responsibilities from this guy. He wants Charlie be Daniels. Of Charlie Daniels. Hey, he's a fucking weird racist, isn't he? Charlie isn't Daniels?
0: He? Yeah, dude. Oh um, man, I don't know, maybe.
1: Yeah. Look him up. <laughs> I mean, The Legend of Wooly Swamp is a classic song. Sure. It's one of my favorites. But he uh <sighs> He's not a guy who I want to align myself with politically, you know?
0: Well, you don't have to align yourself He kind of, you know, this ghost goes on to explain that you don't have to align yourself politically with them. But now you have, as the sacred fiddler, you now have um, the uh, skills and responsibilities of Charlie Daniels.
1: The responsibilities thing is what I'm getting hung up on here because I feel like he has a responsibility to uh, be like a very pro-Trump, anti-immigrant kind of guy. And I don't want to I don't want to be held to that. Look, if this is strictly just playing tunes, all right, sign me up. Sure. You know what I mean? If this is rocking out, then yeah, I'll I'm sure. I on board. The but I don't uh, want any of that other bullshit. Sure, sure.
0: Um the ghost like starts to fade away and he goes, "I told you I didn't have time, Aaron." Disappears. So you're kind of stuck with this uh golden uh, fiddle and uh you're kind of like looking down at it like, "What the hell?" You know, and you kind of think to yourself, you go, Wow, what a fine mess I've gotten myself into! When suddenly there's a knock on your door.
1: <laughs> it doesn't get picked pick? up, by the way. No, oh, it doesn't. No,
0: that's no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's, it's just
1: you. It's just you tapping a microphone cover.
0: <laughs> oh no! With I thought no, I with no
1: sound happening whatsoever. Yikes!
0: <laughs> well.
1: What I got do you, you do? No. I, got Thank, I appreciate it. Inside.
0: You always do. What do you do?
1: I fucking go to the goddamn door.
0: So you open the door and um, in front of you, it's kind of hard to explain this, but there's uh, this uh, sort of like almost like celestial figure. God damn it. Sparkles in the sunlight
1: like honeydew. On an emerald. You say honeydew on an emerald? Man, it's like you don't know what either of those things are. Because they don't belong together in like any scenario. <laughs> well, that's just what it looks like. And
0: um it's 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 this figure they're wearing like a like a like a light blue um sort of <laughs> sort of it's not a robe. It's like this 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 it's Sort of like this long flowing sort of like a, a gown. Yeah, almost like a gown. And it is sprouting gigantic feathered
1: wings. Well, this is terrifying, Pat. This is fucking terrifying. If I were to see this in real life, yeah. I'd close the door and run inside immediately.
0: So as you close the door. I'm not going to let
1: this thing unsheath its wings in front of me. <laughs> Next thing I knew, it's going to fucking kill me. I'm going inside so, and I'm locking before, the door.
0: As you close the door, you realize the door can't move and you go, what the hell? And right. you look up and the figure in front of you goes, um, he goes, he goes, hey, there, eh? He goes, he goes, he goes, hey, there, Aaron. He goes, I'm the angel of Canada.
1: What the fuck is this?
0: He goes, sorry for bothering you.
1: See, squ- man, he sounded a lot like the wizard of Chicago <laughs> for a second. It's like, what happened goes, to the, what happened to him?
0: He goes, sorry. N- never heard of him, eh? He goes, I'd tell that hoser to take off. <laughs> he goes, sorry. And he goes and he goes, he goes, anyway, Aaron. He goes. <laughs> he, 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 he goes. I'm looking for the golden fiddle of Charlie Daniels. Sorry. Is it inside your hoose? <laughs> uh
1: yeah, it's it just got it just got delivered to me.
0: He goes, sorry, it's in your hoose.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. And
0: it is a horrible
1: it, Canadian yeah. accent. It sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, it's actually probably the worst Canadian accent <laughs> you've ever yeah. heard in your life. And it's a better
1: Chicago accent. Than your normal Chicago accent. He's, he's, <laughs> the, but it's definitely angel. a terrible Canadian accent.
0: Yeah. And you kind of notice as you kind of look up and down, and it, it, it's a stunning, shining figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally an angel. It has a, a, a name tag right above its heart
1: the Angel of Canada. Yeah. With one word on it. What word is that?
0: Waghorn. So he asks, so basically he goes on to explain that he is looking for the lost golden fiddle of Charlie Daniels. And he goes, sorry, really needed for something, eh? Can I have it there? Eh, sorry.
1: Say, I'm sorry, myself. It was a gift from a late family member. Uh, I need to look into it before I do anything with it.
0: And he goes, sorry about that. And he goes... Oh, I'll leave you my card. He Thank you. you. His, he gives you his card. Do you take it?
1: Yeah, of course I would take it, but I'm not gonna you, call it. You take it. He like
0: flies away.
1: Good, good fucking riddance.
0: Like and like the flapping of its wings, it's like labored. Like it is. It it clearly takes a lot out of you to fly. I don't. It's not my fucking problem. I don't care. Sure. Yeah, of course. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my fucking porch. You look down at its card. It says, uh it says, Logan Waghorn, the angel of Canada. And then parentheses, sorry.
1: All right. I put that card in the trash can immediately.
0: It, so you put, it, you put it in the trash can and as it, you like open the trash can and you drop the card and as it floats down into it, it kind of almost like it, it's like tumbling through a, um, it's like tumbling through galaxies, you know, before it hits the fucking trash can. And the yeah. second that card hits the trash can, someone knocks on your door. What do you do?
1: I look through the people again. And I think it's real fucking weird. I got all these people coming to my goddamn door. Yeah. A lot of action on the porch today. I don't like it. Sure. And um, it's just like
0: a glowing orb of light.
1: No. Checking out. I turn around. I go go back to my room or wherever.
0: As you walk towards your room, you hear a voice from the porch go, Aaron, it's me, the god of California. He goes, you got a minute?
1: Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Under normal circumstances, no. But especially... (laughs) (laughs) especially not now
0: sure so you uh go back and you go back to your room and you were like man fuck this uh you kind of like crawl into your bed and you decide like man i gotta like take a nap you know yeah you fall uh asleep uh and it's weird because it's almost like uh you come to and you are in a all white
1: <sighs> space. Seriously.
0: Um, it's sort of like a world between worlds. And you kind of are in this all white space and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you yeah. kind of turn you turn around and standing in front of you is this uh this guy. Great. He is uh nine feet tall, he is dressed like a clown, and uh he has uh holding uh he's holding like a balloon. You yeah. Know? Uh, the balloon has your face on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy... Uh, and your face looks like it's like screaming in pain. And uh, the guy looks at you and he goes, Hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy, Dreamy Dan. Dan.
1: <laughs> Rure <Roar> the dreamscape. <laughs> and welcome two.
0: (laughs) He looks at you and he goes, and this has been Aaron Brooks in Welcome to Lovecraft volume two. (sighs) The uh, balloon pops. You wake up. And standing in front of you uh, is uh, your roommate Brian Stevenson Jones. Yeah. Uh, except it—it's weird because you realize, looking at him, it's not actually Brian Stevenson Jones this whole time. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's uh, been a, a otherworldly uh, <laughs> presence. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and uh, just taking the, the shape of him. That's why he's been so nice to you for uh, for the past. Uh, Great. The past few, and he looks at you and he goes, "Hello, Aaron." I am the crawling chaos, Nerlathotep, and then your fear head explodes.
1: (laughs) Great. I hated that one so much. (laughs) There was so much about that that I absolutely hated.
0: He's still your bully. It It was never him. He, he still lives uh, at home, and he's rich as fucking shit now, dude. <laughs> His life's great. Great. He never got help. He's still a prick. <laughs> and your your head?
1: Uh, yeah, they got exploded. Yeah, they got exploded. We done. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still recording?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can't stop laughing.
1: This fucking
0: sucks.
1: (laughs) I haven't hated one like that in a long time. It's been a long time.